Good afternoon. Welcome to the Truth is Out There Voice of the People podcast for Friday the 18th of February. Uh, we got a great show coming up on Sunday. Uh, we're going to have a roundtable discussion on addiction. Uh, we got uh, several ambassadors calling in and stuff like that. So we're going to have a little fun with that. And we're going to talk uh, about what's, what, how to handle addiction, people with addiction stuff. These are professionals. Uh, these are psychiatrists, psychologists, doctors, nurses, ambassadors that call in people that are experts in the field around the country. Uh, agencies like uh, Shadowproof uh, and uh, Strawberry Ministries and, and the Face of Addiction and and and, on and and all those people, uh, they are professionals and they handle it and they have experience in, in that, a very big experience in it. And uh, this is something that is very important. And uh, yes, AA and NA works up to a point, but not if they're using it as a pickup joint for people. And I've been through it, I've seen it, and I know it. And it's, you don't need to be an expert to see that. And if an AA room or an NA room, uh, anyone else, or gamblers and gamblers and stuff, if they see someone that's in trouble, they are by required in their own booklets, in their own books, to do what they call an intervention. And uh, we'll be talking about interventions too, to help save lives. And, you know, we, could, we do the serenity prayer and everything else, but in the end, God could do so much. You as a human being are responsible to handle situations. God cannot call the police if someone calls you for help. You're the one responsible to do that. And that's the difference between the two. It's, it's called reality in life. Uh, so... So, uh, we're going to be talking all about that on Sunday, and we're going to enjoy that. And we don't know, we might have a special guest come on on Sunday, because that Forbidden Door is on in every show, so we don't know what's calling in a special guest until it actually happens. Wednesday, this past Wednesday, we had John Snyder on. That was the Forbidden Door guest. And... Uh, we kept it a secret. We knew it was coming on. We had an idea, and we want to make sure, we want to surprise some people on that, and we did. Even my co-host Scott had no clue who was coming on, and it happened, and we worked it. And we have many other stars coming on in the next few weeks, so you got to listen to this show. The truth is out the radio show, and see what's coming on uh, Wednesday of next week. We have Rebecca Fredericks coming on, and she has a movie called Whose Children Are They? And it's talking about, it's a movie that's going to be out in March and talks about whose children are they? In other words, is it your children as a parent or is it the government's children? And who's responsible for it? And why, uh, why people are standing up now and fighting in the school boards to control what's being learned? And their children, what's being taught to their children. 
Now, what's unique about all this, and this is very important, Tuesday in San Francisco, the king of left-wing progressiveness, that area is really it's like a communist area, San Francisco. That's Nancy Pelosi's hometown. And uh, what's unique is that all three progressive school board members was fired, was recalled, was eliminated. And the conservatives took over because even in, in hardcore left-wing San Francisco, they got tired of CRT and indoctrination recruitment because they wanted their kids to have a real life and not something that's rejected on others. And yes, despite some people's minds, indoctrination recruitment does happen all over the country and around the world. And that's why Glenn Youngkin won in Virginia, because they got fed up of the indoctrination recruitment, CRT and stuff in the schools. And that's gonna be a big feature around the election time throughout the country in November and anything with special elections straight between now and then. Because one of the top things they want is, and they want to protect is the kids. And that's why the movie Whose Children Are They is very important. And that's why Wednesday's show is very important. Because we'll be talking about that and CRT, indoctrination recruitment, and the movie Whose Children Are They with uh, Rebecca Fyricks. Now, as you know, uh, Hillary Clinton, or we call it Crooked Hillary, you know, and the chant of Lock Her Up was coming back up again. She spoke at the Democratic Convention in New York City yesterday. And she started with the same speech she did back in the, when Bill Clinton was accused of uh, going after Monica Lewinsky and all that stuff. And it's a big white wings conspiracy stuff. And uh, she started the same thing again. Don't forget, she's the one that did the uh, deplorables and, the, and that statement that actually caused her to lose 2016. She's starting it again. And uh, President Trump, the real president came back and well, why isn't the media asking who gave crooked Hillary Clinton's plumbers, referring to Watergate, uh, their orders. With Watergate, it was the cover-up that turned out to be the far bigger crime. With Hillary Gate, it is the Main Street media cover-up that is almost as big of a crime as the act of treasonous espionage itself, and that's what it was. It is showing the world why our media is truly the enemy of the people. And this is from Donald, President Donald Trump in a statement we replying to yesterday with Hillary. And it's very, very important. And of course, you know what's happening in New York, the Attorney General in New York with uh, James Witch Hunt, uh, as he calls it, as the travesty of justice. They are literally have asked Trump, Don Jr., and others to come and testify in a, in a, in a before a, a, what they call a grand jury, I guess, by the Attorney General in New York. Uh, this is a witch hunt. There is no there, there, or evidence or anything like that. This is actually what, this is what they call trying to get rid of Trump. It ain't going to work if actually go and backfire and boomerang on them because even in New York, he's extremely popular. 
Now, the U.S. Senate overnight approved a resolution for Ukraine warning Russia. Uh, so it's basically authority to use force if necessary to protect their allies, uh, which is something that is needed by Congress if you're going to do anything to step closer. Meanwhile, more shelling uh, and other firing across the border in the U into Ukraine by Russia, separatists and all that stuff. Uh, and it's happening of course the poop, uh, the uh, bridge that they built they built so they could actually uh, drive tanks into uh, Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine said it's not going to happen, but they have but they have a very strong military, and uh, the um, U.S. and other allies have brought in troops into Poland and uh, and other areas around Ukraine. So it's a standoff right now. And uh, word came out late, late this, this morning, early this afternoon, that Russia may be testing nuclear rockets. So we'll see what that goes. Now, George Soros-backed DA indicted 19 police officers for riot control incident in, uh, over in Austin, Texas. Uh, and um, that during the 2020 riots that uh, the BLM and Antifa actually destroyed property stuff. Instead of arresting the thugs and the terrorists, they went after the police. And this is the same DA that, uh, that supports defunding the police. And, and, and of course, you know, George Soros, his people and friends and stuff, the Democratic Communist Party. Uh, they support defunding the police, and they're responsible for all these crimes that's happening around the country. And that's very important. Now, we do have a race in Jupiter coming up on the 8th of March, where a 21-year uh, candidate has been in office for 21 years that's running for mayor actually supports defunding the police against a person that actually supports funding the police and protecting the, the citizens of Jupiter. And um, that is important. Uh, we need to support all candidates that support law and order. And that's what we need to do. Now, we had sad news overnight. Republican Representative Jim H. Dawn uh, passed away at 59. He had cancer of the kidney. Now, this guy, uh, he actually had kidney disease. Uh, he was sick. He had cancer, this, this, I think. He, in the last several months, he also had COVID. And he legitimately was in hospice. And uh, he actually, actually is... Uh, was dying and everything, and he died in his sleep. And so uh, his wife broke the news late last night, early this morning. And so, but uh, he was in severe pain. And between the COVID and the cancer in the kidney, he really suffered. And uh, all our prayers go out to the uh, Hatchlon family and and and. Uh, and associates for that. That's something that nobody should go through, and nobody should and nobody should make uh, should make uh, uh, what they call excuses on uh, or or use it on or pretend to be on, because this is serious stuff. And uh, and I'm telling you, 
uh, you once you go through the real pain and once you see what really is done, then you know the truth about things. And uh, unfortunately, uh, Jim, Representative Jim, uh, went through a lot, especially over the last several months. And his, he's now at peace. And uh, the prayers are out for his family and the support is coming in left and right. Now, Russia orders U.S. senior dip. Russia orders U.S. senior diplomat to leave country amid tensions. In other words, Putin's kicking out all the, the starting to use kicking out the diplomats in Russia. Um, usually, that's the first sign of uh, possible attack. But uh, we will see. And don't forget, Biden is weak as shit. So, and Putin right now is exercising his authority over Biden. Now, come support Floridians first this Saturday for right-wing flag rally with free BBQ. Time to piss off Atifa and BLM while they are cruising for losing this November 2022. Um, Miami against fascism uh, heads up this Saturday for Lauderdale. You've got a drunk, uh, drunken cowboy PBQ brewing. This is coming from, uh, we, this is some of the stuff that we got that telling us that the Antifa and Black Lives Matter are going to try and disrupt the rally and support. And you got, and this is, the thing is, this is part of Freedom Rally, and the Freedom Rally that's at the County Convention Center, and, and it's all tied together. And, uh, and it's an after uh, rally rally at the uh, at the quarter deck over in that area too. So there's a three part thing. It's the uh, actual freedom rally with Don Jr. and others. You got the one that uh, Florida First is doing at the uh, 1510 South 17th Street. And then you got the after rally rally at the quarter deck down the block. So you got all three of them going on Saturday. From noon to five, and then seven o'clock is the uh, after rally after the thing. Now, Governor Santa signed a bill for five hundred million dollar emergency fund that takes the health people and and stuff and emergency. Uh, that's offsetting what happened. COVID extends that, but the Santa signed something last night. The House and Senate passed it, and for the first time in this country, we actually have parental sharing laws in this country. DeSantis, uh, this Florida law is called Father's Laws, Father's Rights Law. And it went into, and he was signed into law, the past, and DeSantis signed it last night. And we actually were working behind the scenes. We have two things going on with that. One, it, it coincides to something that we worked on last year, uh, which protects uh, children from uh, parents that are incesting. Uh, raping the kids, we call that Jennifer's law, and then we, which was passed, and then expanded to bully law, and then we end up with now we got the fathers' rights law, or parental sharing law, which protects fathers. It gets it gets two both parents to actually participate in bringing up a child, and we got that passed. We worked behind the scenes, we lobbied it for years, 
we finally got it. In fact, we were doing that up in New York and it got turned down. But here we got it, and it passed. And uh, we call that the Father's Protection Law, if you want to call it that. And what it does, it gives opportunities to for fathers to participate in bringing up their children. Because fathers could do some things that mothers can't do, and mothers could do some things that fathers can't do. And what this also does, as far as the child support goes, it makes it easier for what it does, eliminates the, the support as a mechanism to use as a pawn and puts both parents working together to bring up the child. Uh, it's like a joint custody be where both parents put money into the kill and they actually work together and bring up the child so we take the money out of it. And it eliminates these child support mechanisms uh, and fathers that are so far behind, they work out a program and they, they, so this way they can actually participate and bring, bring up their children. Because right now, one of the biggest problems in this country and princess house around the country is fatherless parents. And when we were doing Father's Rights Metro up in New York, we went to Rikers and we actually talked to the, to the inmates in Rikers and it was like 40, 50 people, whoever may be in that room. And the first question we asked, how many of you came from single parent households? Everyone raised their hand. That is a, that is a thing. And what that bill passed to the, uh, last night helps fathers to reunite with the kids, and that's important. And that's the mainstay for it, because we want to make sure that fathers are able to participate in bringing up their children. We've been fighting for that for years in New York and down here. We got it. Thank you, Governor DeSantis. We also in the process of getting the heartbeat bill passed, which would protect children in the womb. And uh, people say, well, it's my body, my choice. It's not your body. It's a child. There's a child in there. There's a baby in there. Once you're pregnant, it's no longer your body, your choice. It becomes two. When say somebody, God forbid, uh, kills a woman uh, that is pregnant, that per that killer is charged with two counts of murder. Reason being, there's two lives. It's recognized in the courts. So that protects. That protects. The children. That's why. In other words, what we do, and what we're saying is, why not fight for the voiceless and the babies, the uh, child that's in the womb, is voiceless because that baby can't speak for themselves. So we go and speak for them, and that's why the 15 week, because that's the heartbeat bill. When they start feeling the heart, feeling pain, that's when they go and uh, protect the life, and that's why we're doing it. And between uh, Texas and and I think Mississippi and Florida uh, and uh, Missouri and other states now coming around, uh, babies' lives are going to be saved. Now, this is going to be a little interesting because uh, everybody everybody knows what happened uh, a couple when uh, this office, young woman officer went in and tried to apprehend uh, this guy named Dante White. And uh, he resisted a little bit, and she and she yelled, taste, 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 and turned out to be the gun that she took instead of, hand, instead of that. Well, she was found guilty, and the judge today 
sentenced her for two years because she knew that was an accident, but she did take a life, so she is responsible for that. And you've you got to, in this case, woman up and be responsible for the actions, even though it was an accident. So the two, so the judge said you got to give her something, even though she didn't do it on purpose, because she is responsible for taking a life. So they gave her two years. That's, I think that's pretty well a good sentence overall. She needs, she needs to be responsible for her own actions, and that's a big thing there. Now. Okay, Texas AG Paxton launches probe into TikTok over human trafficking, drug smuggling content. Of course, TikTok owned by Communist China, the CCP. Uh, that is very important. And uh, they are. And don't forget that China is responsible for most of the fentanyl coming into this country through this open southern border, which is killing hundreds of thousands of people in this country alone. Now, talking about that, the Border Patrol numbers were released today. 153,941 illegal immigrants were apprehended at the southern border in January. And there were hundreds of thousands that actually got by, and, and Biden don't care, and you got the drug dealers, you got the mules, you got the, uh, you, you got the sex traffickers, human traffickers, uh, gangs like MS-13, all that coming through, fentanyl, cocaine, everything. And uh, Biden don't give a rat's ass. And so uh, thank God for Border Patrol and ICE and the National Guard in Texas and other areas that actually do the job. And DeSantis in down here in Florida are uh, working closely with various agencies to clean the mess up here. And if, you get, if they take that plane ride to Florida and we catch them, they will be deported. They're not, we're not even going to bring them to the press. We're just going to drop them off in, in the country they came from. So, yeah. Now, going back to the cop uh, that mistook her, her um, taser, for, uh, mistook her, you know, that took the step shooting uh, the taser at the person, hit the gun instead. In excitement, she owned up and she apologized and uh, she got a penalty. She she actually took responsibility for her actions. You know, she doesn't blame anyone else. She doesn't blame the weapons. She doesn't blame anything. What she does is that she did wrong. She she made a mistake. She got it. She feels sorry for it. She's got remorse. And she apologized and all that stuff, but she took the punishment like a woman should. And uh, that is, for two years, she got off pretty lucky considering it could have been a lot worse. But the point is, she was able to take responsibility. Now, we as individuals are responsible for our own actions. We don't say this person did that, that person did that, this person did that, that person did that. We don't become predictive or anything like that and claim a whole world on things that you've done. Uh, we are individuals and we have the right to defend ourselves and to say what we're saying, but we don't have the right to push others, to blame others for things that you yourself or my uh, have done in our lives. Uh, 
I'm responsible for my own actions. I take credit for my own actions. And if I did something wrong, I'll admit it and move on in my life. I don't go and go after people for things that, you know, is false and do things. It doesn't work that way. That's the coward's way out. So, you know, the bottom line is, and what makes us great, what makes this country great, is that we have the right to say things and to do things. And we're able to have the Constitution. We believe in the Constitution. And, and that's what we do. And what's great is that we are a free nation, at least down here in Florida. But people are rising up because they don't want to be preached to. They don't want to be indoctrinated or recruited. They want to have a real life. Their parents are standing up around the country because they want to have control of their own kids. They don't want some government to take over and tell, them, tell their children how to react and teach them things and do things. You know, that's not how we are. We're not a communist socialist nation. And that's important. And that's why we are where we are. Now, the Truth is Out There, Voice of the People podcast, we talk about different things and the issues to say things and stuff like that. The radio show that we do, the Truth is Out There radio show, is one in the entertainment field, a media field. Uh, we do, we got uh, authors, we got to have uh, commentators, we got to have uh, musicians and singers and entertainers, and we got uh, people involved in movies. And it's not just, and we're not going to do political, not too much. There'll be once in a while we'll do political, but that's it. But most of the stuff we're doing is what we have been doing. It's a little bit different than the radio show. And then we got another system that's coming up in a few days uh, that's going to combination a lot of things. And we could have uh, call-ins and live feeds and entertainment and all that stuff. But we got, it's similar to the radio show, but better. And then we got the TV show coming up in the summer, which is going to be similar to Diamond and Silk. And it's a sad time. It's going to be fun as we grow the media empire. Now, maybe Scarlett or myself or somebody else, we are responsible for what we do and we take it out and we admit our stuff and we say it. If we do something wrong, we admit to our wrongs, and we apologize, we move on, and we learn from our lessons. We do not accuse other people for what they did themselves. And that's not, like I said before, that's a coward's way out. We are who we are, and we move forward. We see things, and we learn things, and we grow from there, and we learn from our mistakes, and we move on. And that's how most people do. That's how people with a brain do it. And that's what we do. And anyway, God bless you all. Have a great day. And don't forget, Sunday, big discussion on addiction. Uh, join us. Uh, we're glad to have comments on it, especially if you have somebody that you know is an addict. It could be alcohol, it could be drugs, it could be gambling, it could be sex, it could be anything. Just call in, 515-602. Uh, 9657 and tell us about it. God bless you all and have a great day.